as a dancer i remember i used to work like 16 hours in a day barely eat and i was like underweight malnourished ghar paisa pani yeah shaadi wo sab you're looking at what works and what interests you at the same time which is yeah. a tough combination to have they all do clickbait clickbait's the way it is yeah. the technique of youtube if you want yeah. to do well okay 1 million coming any any plans <laughs> you know uh, malayalam cinema is a great example of where their trailers are not uh, really investing in a, uh, a lot of money into advertising on every single youtube video but they still bang views in terms of being on ott platforms Do you think you have reached that I made it point? I I am very guilty of uh, uh, taking the bait during that toxic time. Hello guys, I'm Nona Prince, and welcome to the new podcast. And I'm so happy I talked to Jamie Pants for. aka anmol jamwal aka pride and refuse productions i know all of you are big fan of him i am a big fan of him and it was a delight talking to him about various stuff in life youtube relationship advices it was an amazing discussion and i hope you guys enjoy it and if you do consider liking sharing and subscribing and do let me know your thoughts in the comments this is actually a youtube podcast you can check out the video version on my channel youtube.com/nonaprince posting the audio version on this platform for the people who just want to listen to it so if you enjoy this discussion do consider following and liking this and for more related content do check out the youtube channel okay first thing uh, a fan by moment for me honestly no shush <laughs> don't say that please so, you know like uh, you always wonder right dreaming oh i have talked to him what will i say the first question i want to ask you all your videos end with uh, that uh, that's the video guys like share subscribe uh, check out instagram is it already recorded pre recorded and you add it to all videos or you no <laughs> because sometimes you know i have done that where okay it's already pre recorded so i'll just uh, post the same clip every time but i've noticed that if i'm having a bad throat or like my voice modulation is completely screwed that day yeah. so it looks like someone else is talking completely in the conclusion so i just make it a point ab to rati gaya so i might as well just like do it every time i uh, end the sort of like uh, voice over yeah. yeah i i just no, ordered, uh, uh, somehow i can't see my uh, see me uh, that's fine right that's normal right whenever i do these google meetups i so just uh, if you uh, click this yeah. uh, you you'll see yourself on top you return okay okay on okay, that okay. there'll be yeah. a, like four boxes if you yeah got it perfect yeah. like you don't have to look at yourself you'll, <laughs> you know yeah थोड़ा <laughs> 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 Uh, parents are not happy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saw your friend's video. Uh, got little uh, personal by the end, like that. <laughs> Which uh, friend's video? Oh, Just now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I noticed also. You know, I think uh, I got really emotional while watching the show. So. uh i just wanted to reiterate in the video also that dude i'm a fanboy it's coming from a fanboy so uh the bias does exist but it's just that i'm not a fan of absolutes you know yeah. uh, dissing the show completely uh for its certain problematic aspects is something that i don't agree with so that's why i really felt really like strongly about it because twitter really pissed me off why are we doing this friends reunion oh my god yeah. it's overrated and all of that i was like screw you guys 
I have I've noticed that with you know most yeah. things which are more popular, uh, you know, so they are they are these kind of a group of people who hate anything which is very popular, which is very mainstream. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because they haven't even seen it, and you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> if you look Scorsese. at all, <laughs> yeah, all of Martin Scorsese, or you know, even if you look at Bollywood, you look at all of Karan Johar movies. No matter, yeah. even if they're good. It's like, hey, how can we diss it a little bit more? If you see Sandeep or Pinky Farrar, yeah, some people had not even seen it and were like, it's going to be shit. Yeah. So you know, the perception uh, that bias, I not a big fan of it. I think that movie surprised me. Like, I wasn't expecting it from the like the pair has been popular. They've done a lot of good work, but I think this both of them surprised me. Did you uh, see it in the theater or no, uh, no, no, I uh, Amazon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but I just feel like Debakar Banerjee is too good that way, yar. So he yeah. can churn out a performance from Arjun Kapoor also. So tells you his skill. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. First, uh, I want to ask you about the charity live streams. How did mm-hmm. that happen? The idea. I uh, Nona for a while felt a bit helpless as a creator uh, in the sense of um, I think it was more of uh, having an existential crisis of whether there is any point of. of what i do for a living so uh, you know just with uh, noticing all the problems that were happening uh, and uh, the second wave had really hit home so um, the sad part about india i think veerdas also said this about uh, it in the stand up is that we really wait for the crisis to happen to bring amends to it yeah. so the fact that you know i could see on a daily basis of what was going on and as i'm sure you could and everyone could then i just thought that it, there comes a responsibility with it if you do have a particular uh, base of people who can generate an amount to help uh, for a good cause i think it's the least i could do so the fact that i had um, some sense of communication with people who are doing well in this space and could get them together to do something even if it was a small amount i thought it would it was the least i could do for the cause yeah i think a great initiative and uh, i think i think that that's what uh, like a lot of people you know feel I, even i felt you know what can i do you know it it feels weird to put out the content then to try to tell yourself no it's helping someone and i i did get i i'm sure you will be getting it too but uh, in more quantity but i did got a comment from a doctor who's like you know when i'm free i watch your videos i'm like oh that 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 hit hard yeah yeah man and 100% and you know uh, a lot of skepticism comes with it ki you know mere 20 rupees or 100 rupees dene se kya ho jayega but just just the amount that is being contributed to people who are working on the ground level i feel like there is such a necessity for funds and the fact that we can do it and you know provide in any way Yeah. Even if we can't go on the ground and help ourselves, I think uh, it's. I think it becomes. Uh, I think this is the first time I've seen, with all due respect to you know our uh, political officials and everything, but civilians do so much and come together uh, to really work for the cause together. And I think social media has been great that way, uh, yeah. where everyone's worked towards at least making some kind of change. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember the Orkut days? Oh. Loved those Orkut days, bro. <laughs> High five days, dude. My thing started uh, uh, MSN chat rooms first, All and right. that was the first thing that I did the moment I got back from school, and uh, that was the only way I knew how to hit on women. And uh, <laughs> then Orkut, Orkut was a sort of dicey situation for me because I didn't really know how the scrap thing worked, and uh, I was like, okay, this is a bit odd. 
but um, high five was like my glory days where like you know there used to be profile comments and your top friends so and then in those top friends there used to be a category of who's the best catch in your school and yeah. then somehow i would be listed on like some really attractive girls profile <laughs> like dude i'm making it right now but yeah high five awkward days were uh, quite insane yeah you know like it was weird uh, i remember when we first got the internet and i had like no idea what really internet is and you know the atel i think it was atel first uh, so atel guys came in they installed and everything and like okay now what open the browser it's it's just white google and yeah okay what <laughs> i thought there'll be something fancy and you know and then you explore a lot of different things you know then all could happen <laughs> then people move to facebook uh were, were you someone who moved to facebook also see i'll tell you by uh, at that point of time my mom was a struggling journalist my dad had just uh, joined the workforce in delhi so money was like very very new so i think my dad who had just sort of like spent a year or two uh, establishing himself i think the first big purchase he did was uh, after his car was a computer which was an lg computer and i remember we only installed two games on it which were demo versions of fifa 99 and hercules and All me right. and my brother were only constantly playing that and then suddenly we were like okay there's only google and ask jeeves okay so you have to figure out these are your search engines and if you want to search for anything uh but uh, yes my progression in terms of at least socializing with people has been uh msn and hotmail and then uh high five and then awkward and then facebook was like the cool thing yeah you know yeah that was the age where yeah I think now nowadays no one uses Facebook like at least us the oh the my millennials. god people in their mid 20s who have not adapted to how technology works and how it's constantly evolving they're still on Facebook they're still arguing with their masses and chachas in the comment sections so uh, I think families are predominantly still on Facebook and they yeah. really love to have arguments on those uh, comment sections and everything uh, but it is definitely become a boomer website though it is i think one of the worst websites in terms uh, for content creators um, yeah. you know, there is absolutely no sense of clarity with how content id can be traced on that website literally people can just take your videos from youtube sell it as their own on facebook and there will be no ramifications whatsoever yeah. so facebook that way is absolutely like it's like uh, you know it's like a dense forest where you don't have like any idea where to go uh, yeah. uh, for creators at least but um, I, i i just go on that website to post the video <laughs> post the youtube link of the video yeah. though a lot of uh, these creator friends of mine have recommended that i should upload the video separately on facebook because its monetization is something that you should look at but um, i found uh, it really problematic because i i have uh, noticed a lot of pages on that same platform just use my content as their own yeah and there being no way for me to like stop it yeah I think yeah. that that's frustrating. That way, that way, YouTube. No matter how much you criticize it, they they've streamlined yeah. that process where at least there is a sense of ownership that a content creator can have. Yeah, you know, Facebook think, is. I don't know. <laughs> I think YouTube has improved a lot over the years. You know, just yeah. just a year back it was so different, and now it's so different. Oh my God! I'm just remembering the as a school student, college student, binging on YouTube videos and the videos I was watching then and. you know now what the platforms become it's crazy yeah 
so so what what has been your educational background uh, so school or college both so i was in delhi uh, till 7th uh, grade then i went to boarding school uh, in right. dehradun i was there uh, till so 7th till 12th i was in boarding school uh, passed out ic student uh, then um, didn't meet the cut off i think i got 94 point something and uh, i wanted to do bcom honors in delhi university cut off was i think 97.25 then had to do eca so in okay. du you can either do eca or sports stephens and srcc don't have sports no uh, stephens doesn't have sports uh sorry stephens and srcc don't have eca eca is like extracurricular so you can yeah. uh, audition for dance music etc and then they can consider you for the position so i auditioned everywhere and got into hansraj so i was in hansraj college did bcom honors from there okay that that's yeah. quite a lot <laughs> i was i was more i was uh, before i went to du i was about to go to bombay so right. i went for a five day uh, session in bombay just to check out uh, which colleges i can get in because bombay cutoffs used to come earlier than du so i remember going to bombay and uh, i got into hr i got into jaihind uh the dream college was zavier's but I, i i think i didn't even apply uh, or didn't wait for the exam because uh, there was an exam that was going to come after the du cutoffs come out anyway a lot of like hey, back and forth here and there but uh, i got into hr and the first thing was like uh, this uh, other than in du where the government babas are doing your admission process in bombay the seniors are doing your admission process yeah. and uh, i just looked at the crowd and i was like this is amazing this is beautiful i should just stay in bombay forever uh, but my mom was like no you know there isn't a campus because you know most bombay campuses are just buildings yeah so uh, she wasn't too happy with that but i would have loved to study in bombay uh, but uh, du was also nice of course that du is like one of the best right in in the country yeah but you know it becomes a, a rather awkward when you have a bcom honors to a uh, class uh, of all 97 percenters who are basically preparing for their ca and yeah. jab class ki intro hoti hai wo puchte hain so kya banna hai bade ho ke kya ca karna hai aur fir mba karna hai aur fir do uthte hain eca wale entry ek bolta hai ha main dancer choreographer banna hai dusra bolta hai main drummer banna hai and everyone's like in admission kahan se mil gayi aap so you know i was definitely the fish out of the sea in that uh, regard but i was constantly dancing and performing so i was barely in class anyway so where did this love for dance and you know it came from um so um, my mom i was a pretty like angsty child in the sense that i couldn't stop moving uh, so i was uh, when i would be back from school i would be downstairs constantly playing and then would come when the sun sets down so my mom wanted to channelize that energy some way so um, i think i was in 5th grade and i got um, uh, enrolled into a dance institute in delhi and then i started dancing from there and every year or so i would have like a every year i would have i think two showcases in city fort where i would do like a dance program with the institute went to boarding school so it went down a bit but my love for it still existed so i was the only boy in an all boys boarding school who was telling guys dude no no it's cool it's not like an effeminate thing to do so relax yeah. let's just like so um, my entire process in boarding school was try to make dance a bit cool uh fairly successful at it and then uh whenever i would come back for holidays uh, back in delhi i would again go to the institute yeah um thankfully i think uh, that training helped 
uh, I was uh, dancing in the Commonwealth Games. I was like dancing basically at every event that was happening in Delhi. And uh, then, um, thankfully, with that skill set, it helped me get into college. And because through that process, I got into college. I was a part of the dance institute of that college. So, okay. uh, fest seasons are insane in Delhi University. Yeah, yeah. So, for at least a three-four month period, you're just like constantly traveling with your dance troupe from college to college. So, I think the first two years of my college, I was just performing. I think I've performed at every college in DU, and that was like primarily the amount of time that was spent when I used to enter campus. It used to be like, "Acha, practice hai." फिर उस कॉलेज में परफॉर्म करना है फिर वापस आएंगे प्रैक्टिस करेंगे उस कॉलेज में दैट वाज मोस्ट ऑफ माय लाइफ इन कॉलेज बट आई एक्चुअली रिग्रेटेड क्वाइट अ बिट बिकॉज़ यू नो द कांसेप्ट ऑफ कॉलेज ऑफ लाइक चिलिंग बाय द कैंटीन एंड यू नो यू गोट टू रिलैक्स आफ्टर सॉर्ट ऑफ क्लासेस दैट डिडंट एग्जिस्ट फॉर मी इट वाज जस्ट लाइक कांस्टेंट रनिंग अराउंड हियर एंड देयर या सो वी ऑल नो अह रितिक रितिक हैज बीन अ बिग इन्फ्लुएंस डोंट इवन गेट मी स्टार्टेड डूड सो इट्स 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 you know uh i was uh, thankfully my mom and dad love movies so from a very young age and thankfully you know uh, my mom used to work for a company that used to have cultural fests uh within their company where a lot of schools and colleges would come to auditoriums and they would have movie showcases so because yeah. you know nepotism so you would get free passes so you would land up and you know from a very young age i was watching movies maybe i shouldn't be watching which is like you know i'm watching um dil de chuke sanam as as a four year old i'm watching josh as a five year old you yeah. know i had obs- become obsessed with uh, sharukh at that point of time and then what happened was at that point of time there were already established stars who were uh, who had spent around 9 years in the industry which was sharukh kamir salman sanjay dat sunil um akshay kumar all of these guys were already established stars so there was never a new face who had a banging debut when i was a child so when yeah. he came with um, kahona pyar hai it blew my mind because i was dancing at that by that point of time i i hadn't started dancing but i had never seen someone perform like that and for you know it was a new concept altogether for the indian audience to look at a um, attractive man who looks like a greek god to move like that yeah. so uh I think the novelty aspect of it first fascinated me, and then when I started dancing, Shahid Kapoor came four years later, and I was yeah. like, I remember when I was uh, in fifth grade, I, I think I had seen Ishq Wishq like around fifty, sixty times. That story is extremely problematic. अब मैं जब सत्ताईस साल का हो गया हूँ about all you know um, girls being dispensable and this and that, but you look at the songs and the performances of Shahid Kapoor as a dancer in that movie. and he's just like a shamak dancer in that movie so you know i really gravitated towards these two guys just because of the way they moved and i think in the early 2000s at least they were the only ones who were like really giving it all yeah, yeah. so do, do you think uh, the fitness aspect in your life has come from that is that right to say fitness aspects actually come Uh, not from sadly you know i would i would love uh, for there to be an aspirational take in my obsession with uh, wanting to have an aesthetically good looking body but uh, i think it's more to do with um i think i've had a, a sense of body dysmorphia uh, all my life where um 
you know i am of a particular weight and uh, i would still consider i'm you know from a bmi level it would seem as if everything's normal uh, but uh, when you look at yourself in the mirror you're obviously not satisfied and um, you know people compliment you but you know deep down inside you look like shit you know that concept which uh, or the voice over that keeps on going in your head which you can't control um so you know i've gone through ebbs and flows uh, with how my body's been uh, since a young age so i was a very chubby kid initially and then i lost a lot of weight when i went to boarding school and then what happens is uh, you know indian schools especially don't prepare you for how you are perceived globally so when i went uh, for an exchange program to germany in 11th grade i was like this twig 5 foot like i i think at that point of time i was like 5 foot 7 or something and i looked like a baby compared to the russians the greeks the Span- <laughs> the spaniards all of them looked like my like like 40 year old uncles but they were all 16 year olds so uh, it made me also think about how flawed our uh, sort of indian thinking is you know there's this dar ki are itni jaldi muscle bana dega kya steroid kar raha hai and all of that you know there is not a concept of building muscle mass from a young age unless you're looking at you know um, the belt where wrestling is really prominent like haryana yeah. punjab you know where there the khadas are really really entrenched in everyone's lifestyle but uh, you know it sort of like blew my mind because i one of my best friends was this guy called elias from azerbaijan and he okay. was 6 foot 4 he was 225 pounds and he used to play basketball with me a little fucker like you know moving around <laughs> with him and i used to be like fuck dude i like we are so far behind how we look no wonder you know when you look at uh, i think there is a um, world map of uh, what is what is the average of the population in terms of muscle mass and bone density and you know yeah and i think india um japan china come in some of the most lowest categories also because our diets are really carb heavy and protein deficit yeah. whereas in europe it's protein high carb deficit so hamara roti chawal bahut chalta hai unka meat zyada chalta hai roti chawal kam chalta hai so yeah. from a young age when roti chawal khate rehte ho you're not really letting those muscles build from a young age or puberty whereas those guys are lifting already when they're 13 light weights they're doing chest uh, you know they're doing bench presses they're doing squats they're doing everything so i think that three months of spending time in germany with an ib curriculum of people from all over europe sort of like freaked me out a bit like oh we're so ignorant to all of this Yeah. So I think it sort of made me obsessed then and then women of course because you know <laughs> college they started telling you what their preferences are who they really look up to and then you know everyone's like oh yeah they're supremely attractive to Henry Cavill and you're like oh fuck I have to look like Henry Cavill now so you know you're constantly aspiring for that uh, so uh, I've become a realist where I know you know uh, certain goals are uh, Uh, good uh, an obsession is also good in my opinion uh, but uh, i'm okay w- i'm actually not okay with not reaching there but the, uh, the pandemic's been really bad to me right now but uh, you know i i think uh, my obsession with it has led to a healthier lifestyle as well which yeah. i think should be anyone's goal a healthier lifestyle 
I'm not saying that everyone should look like a Greek god because that's also again a very toxic mind space to be in. But I think everyone should aspire to be healthy and you know active. Yeah. Yeah. How how was your boarding school experience? You know, like but like someone you know any general person you told them I went to boarding school like oh tare zameen par tumhar sath kya hua like what what was your experience? Uh, so. it's generational uh, okay. my brother went to that same school then i went to that school kabhi kuch kabhi kam yeah but i was uh, yeah uh, not so much is the case for laddu but uh, uh, what happened was that um, i loved it yaar i absolutely loved it i think we were coddled uh, as kids in day school over here i was going down the right uh, wrong paths uh, i was kind of like a deadbeat in delhi I was trying to be cool when I was a 13 year old but my parents were like dude shut the fuck up we need to send you somewhere because you know uh, in Delhi coed schools you do grow up in a bubble and that bubble becomes your world and you can't see beyond that world so it uh, boarding school helped me get sort of a reality check i was hanging around with kids from saharanpur from haldwani from you know merat and all of these guys were in my batch and you had to learn to deal with all these varied personalities for the next 5 years yeah. so living together working as a team together and you know dealing with like excessive ragging to the point of like you know a lot of people completely mentally break in that kind of environment dealing with like sort of like below average shit food and you know extra physical training and constantly being at it uh, you know it it sets you up to have a, a holistic uh, sort of like um, development which is not good i think why where day schools uh, actually trump boarding schools is specialization so if you look at a lot of day schools uh, like i'll tell you my previous school in delhi which was modern school barakhamba it has a great track record of producing uh, cricket talent okay. and you know um, what happens is because they play cricket throughout the year So what happens with boarding schools is they have seasons. So yeah. it'll be three months of cricket, three months of hockey, three months of football, three months of basketball. So you know you're never really specializing throughout the year for one sport. So if someone really wants to uh, ace a particular thing, boarding school becomes uh, rather problematic. But if you want sort of like a holistic uh, upbringing of a person, uh, both intellectually and physically, I think that's a great uh, sort of environment to be in. but you know it is a roll of the dice yeah or the or the toss of a coin where somebody will be either oh this was a beautiful experience or i have some batchmates who've had traumatic experiences and they're like we would never want to visit when you know we have our 10 year reunion and all of that yeah uh, i i personally had a great experience though yeah i, I would uh, in a sense can relate to it not my boarding school was goa <laughs> so I, i was in, uh, uh, brought and brought uh, born and brought up in delhi uh, in indrapuram noida uh, so in 2010 i think we moved and i think i had similar experience in school uh, be, being an odd one out you know just from the uh, you know appearance and uh, trying to you know again i think there was one video you talked about stereotypes and i left a comment saying that you know sometimes what happens because there are stereotypes about you because to fit in you had to follow the stereotypes because everyone think you are that and if you are not that they try oh he is not like that we don't know him let's not you know all engage. you want to do at that point of time is belong yeah so yeah. you do whatever you can oh like me please like yeah. me so yeah i get so you it, have to like get it. fit that stereotype 
and i think again you know i i, I really feel that if i had stayed in delhi i would have turned out to be very different maybe you know cut my hair become cool and all of that and coming to goa was a cultural shock mm-hmm. no one you know not even a north indian maybe in the beginning i used to play 365 days cricket uh, you know going out with friends and everything i didn't go out to play for four years straight and uh, even even the school i was in you know uh, in that school like it's a a government school kind of thing and there were like students with me who are uh, you know kids of uh, housemates okay and in the big and the the structure because it's rains a lot in goa no so the structures are not that beautiful it was mm-hmm. a government school very low fees and i and my sister were pissed on my father how could mm-hmm. you even you know how can you even consider this but i think that one year i spent there i think that changed my life you know mm-hmm. and there was a time when my father said let's move to that school i'm like no i don't want to i enjoy it here so i think uh, i think for you i don't know how boarding school in that sense shaped your uh, you know the upbringing see, you know see i think boarding school changed me forever uh, i think uh, it completely changed uh, it uh, first of all uh, made me respect my parents even more uh, it uh, brought a sense of um, independence within me which i didn't know existed it uh, forced me to figure things out after school i mean yeah. you know i think uh, the only thing maybe it ill prepared me for was women and <laughs> how to deal with dating you know that was one thing that it ill prepared me for maybe germany helped me in those 3 months that my boarding school couldn't for 5 years but yeah. uh, it is uh, it, it was a very rewarding experience just to be a part of that clan of students and i think you know i have also made friends like for a life yeah so um you know i am grateful still irrespective of all the scars that existed in the journey of that experience yeah and you know that, yeah. that that's very much uh, represented in your videos you know it's not easy to catch nuances when you're talking about a movie you're talking about something you know the the details you try to catch and you know share with people you know if if it's not authentic it's you know you're trying to just you know show off oh these are the things i got to know about them though i'm saying it you can easily see in the video when you talk about the films the details the nuances you know it comes from experience and not by reading someone else and just saying it on the video have you noticed uh, a sense of then uh, plagiarism that exists where people are just saying what others are saying and then making it as their own Yes, I have. I think it happens a lot. Uh, I I've seen people uh taking like a whole video and making it a blog post and saying they posted it. I think it recently oh happened with one of my uh known associate. So mm. it 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 happens. It happens a lot. I think I I actually made a video about it. Uh oh. so I reviewed uh, AK versus AK in that mm. style. So I tried to make the review in that style and at the end the reveal is that oh i you know read it up i saw your video i read all, all the things and then i made the video so uh, no no, no i i think uh, i i have stopped uh, maybe observing uh, these things but at i remember at one point of time i had become really pissed off because i would see so much plagiarism also i would see some commentary videos talk about the same movies that i had made a matlab kuch bhi episode on and i was yeah. like oh interesting wow you're <laughs> just changing the uh, format in which i presented it and making it your own great and now i just see some articles which present the same topic but presented in a different format and i'm like oh you're just yeah. plagiarizing but sadly bro that is also the game of the internet where i sometimes see these instagram reels also and 
it's the same gag played a thousand times but you know every nobody cares about where the original post is yeah. so in a weird way when i see twitter also i people i see uh tweets by people on something which is funny and then it comes in my comment section and i would be like oh i just read a tweet which was exactly yeah. the same thing so yeah. it's a weird uh, weird space yeah okay let's go let's talk about from going from anmol jamwal to becoming jammy pants for or trp you know the journey <laughs> the journey anmol jamwal in 10 standard what he's thinking about the future Oof, oh my god uh, no well close to where i ended up uh, 10th grade i was thinking uh, 10th grade to i didn't think that much 10th grade i was like ah actor ban jaunga 10th because i was still like obsessed with movies i was still dancing constantly i was choreographing on the side so at that point of time i was not even thinking about the career 12th grade is what happens when you know when i saw alma matters and when i saw when i see some of these podcasts where biswa and all of these guys talk i'm like yeah. this is exactly what happens when peer pressure kicks in where you know you decide your courses to aggregate into the best percentage that can objectively lead to a du cut off yeah but you take away from the fact what your interests are that doesn't matter what can objectively lead to a 97 98% wo karte hain uske baad kya karna hai acha so placement ho jayegi so the thing is also which is naive of many indian students back then i think students are way more aware uh, right now of like the way they structure their dream colleges their safety nets and you know everything but at that point of time uh, the concept of um, international universities was still uh, it was in that process of like you know there is information but a lot of people didn't have proper access to how to strategize it yeah but i was like are du mein hoga 97% to aa hi jayenge aur kya kehte hain srcc ya stephens and you know that you know when you are performing at that level you're like it's going to be a cake walk anyway so you know when i remember in 12th grade the entire point was to get into srcc or stephens and when in 12th you didn't meet the cut off i was like life's over fuck that yeah. dude you know and my father and my mom were like you doing you know relax or whatever but i remember uh, till that point of time i had not thought about anything because the entire thing was i'm going to do what the achieving students are doing yeah you're going he's a, he he's having a great percentage i'm going to obviously do what he's doing oh you're going to look for a financial consultancy job in gurgaon eventually oh yeah i'm going to look for that even though i don't give fucking care about it <laughs> you know so uh, it it had sadly become uh, you know whatever uh, good achieving people are doing and then you know i had got into several uh, international universities in the uk and us but uh, it wasn't financially feasible for my parents so i couldn't go uh but uh, and you know at that point of time also the case of scholarships was very bleak and it was a rather sad situation for me not to go uh, abroad but then when i reached uh, college i was like i'm just going to dance i don't give a shit about anything else so my parents were not happy with that because dance just as a profession unless you own your own business does not pay well yeah. if you're a freelance dancer unless you're absolutely killing it with numbers of the workshops you take and you're sort of like um, guaranteeing hundreds of people on a consistent basis coming in it's not a feasible job 
Okay. It's very physically uh, demanding. As a dancer, I remember I used to work like 16 hours in a day, barely eat, and I was like underweight, malnourished, really happy. But you know, uh, it was like hectic hours. Like yeah. I think uh, my so my, my thought process was that only that I'm going to dance and choreograph. You know, also what happens is that when you when you grow up with a particular art form, you think. that can be your be all and end all it's only your capitalist mindset comes in a little later where it's like oh shit ghar paisa pani yeah shaadi wo <laughs> sab so um but uh, i was like i'm going to choreograph and dance so in third year itself i uh, joined a company i started working in kingdom of dreams and gurgaon i was performing uh, regularly in their uh, Uh, musical over there i was working with a company teaching on the side choreographing as well uh i did that for like 2 or 3 years money was really bad so i quit and then i joined a friend of mine who was doing events and weddings which is a lot of money but shit work yeah so you're dealing with uh, choreographing chachas and nannies and tayas and all of that <laughs> but you're getting a good fat paycheck so you're like okay i'm ready to do this which I couldn't do for a long time because it's soul crushing as hell. Because you're like, did you dance all your life to do this in a living room randomly in someone's house? Yeah. You didn't want to do that. So that's when you know. Thank my parents for sort of losing uh, patience with me. They were forcing me to prepare for my CAT exam for MBA, and I was like, I have to somehow prove financially that I can lead another path. So I, yeah. I think, asked for a year. and in that year i sort of like circumvented and created this niche uh but yeah that was sort of the trajectory in which i went so uh, i was just going through the channel you know the early videos and i saw you started with the dance sequences uh and then uh, started the reviews but they were on face you know using on the camera and uh, i saw i think uh, the 14th video is at 1 million i don't know if it happened that time and now it has reached what uh, is a dance video no no it's a uh, i think It, I don't think it was. Was it a review video? video? Uh, it was. I think the list of five, uh, five ah, something ah, like that. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, it must be a listicle. There is no yeah. way at that point of time reviews million views. Not yeah, at all. Yeah. I think then the nineteenth video hit one million and the twentieth video hit five million. Yeah. So you know the moment. See, no, no. When the numbers are low. Yeah. Um, you're looking at what works and what interests you at the same time, which is yeah. a tough combination to have. Yeah. because most of the time what works is you're something not not interested in because it's topical it'll go away it'll trend for a while and then you'll get over it and then you'll wonder why did i do that just for the views yep yeah so <laughs> i remember at that point of time nobody was doing sort of you know at that point of time 2016 is a time where only anupama chopra and rajiv masand were there yeah only both of them were doing sort of bollywood stuff and i just wanted to get in and just like upload so much where you know i just like pummel through and somehow create a niche for myself so listicles was my way in to sort of create a voice for myself because it's just more clickbaity it's honest uh, yeah. you know there is no two ways about it the moment you put a top 5 in a title it's much more appealing to someone to click it yeah. especially strangers not people who are already privy to your content so it was my way in and then slowly and steadily i created it where i can have my own voice where i can start start talking about like friday releases yeah, yeah. 
I think that uh, what what about okay? I think you answered that not using yeah. the cam. I think listicles worked, and I think that's what every I think everyone says to on YouTube. Whatever works, just keep making that. And I think like actors, it's like you know one for you, one for me. When you reach a certain place, right? See, but I'll tell you like I don't know. Right now, I find the space very odd. Like uh, I don't even know how to process it in a way that is uh, kind. Yeah, you know it's. I mean, you know what happened last year and how toxic the entire sort of space had become. Yeah. So I wonder. Nobody's really learned from it, dude. Nobody's really learned from it. Nobody wants to take accountability for it. Nobody really cares about the responsibility that happens when someone puts out their content there. So I feel like there is. When I look at some of the most popular creators like Mr. Beast and Sidemen and all of these like big conglomerates uh, outside, they all do clickbait. Clickbait's the way. It is yeah. the technique of YouTube if you want yeah. to do well. If you want to bang views, it is the name of the game. You know this concept. Or uh, I always get it in the comments uh, when there is a rather dramatic thumbnail. It's like Jamie, you don't need this thumbnail. You're Content speaks for you, but I know, Nona, what kind of views yeah. a particular video will do, and yeah. what elevates it. So you know, you would be naive to think that me talking about the disciple will get me five hundred thousand views. It won't, yeah. unless you package it in a way where it's you know it attracts a person to click on it. Yeah, the name of the game is the algorithm as well, which you have to play. So you know. in this purity of like i'm not going to succumb to those capitalist ways you're going yeah. to create a video which won't reach that exposure what's the point you want it to reach that exposure you want to talk about underrated films right so you yeah. need to reach that audience i think vasan bala was saying this about mart ko dard nahi hota also the problem is not are indian audience ko kuch nahi aata unhe pasand nahi hai superhero film isliye hamari film nahi chali we also have to learn on how to package a film better so that you know more yeah. people can celebrate this i think the attention is what you need right? I, i think how i look at it is that if the content is worth it i don't care about the clickbait you know if i'm getting that value out of that mm. video it doesn't matter if you know you're uh like <laughs> i don't want to take names i don't you know care about what people do you know if they can uh, sleep at night great you know i have nothing whatever floats their boat you know like uh, sharam karo bollywood this bollywood you know just add that and you have a lot of views You know, it's it's all right if see, it happens. See, see, no, no, uh, I I won't be able to say. See, I'll tell you, Deeksha, right? Uh, her content, I have never seen. Yeah. Okay. So, what I can give her credit for is her marketing is insane, insane yeah. to the point where I don't even think. You know, there are times where I actually check how is she doing, and she bangs views six days a week. Yeah. And you know, um. it is something which uh, tells about her determination to keep on going but also i never click on those videos yeah uh but, so you've seen the content right yeah i i've checked out the videos okay yeah. so so i so i can't so there's no point in me debating about it because i can't give you an informed opinion about it but uh, i get it i i understand what you're trying to say I think like I've seen her videos and you know the way she presents herself is really nice and I think it's it's that thing right like if if the click the the thumbnail right if like too over the top we are not the audience you know like oh I don't want to know that even if it's not that what you're showing in the thumbnail it's very you know you're talking about simple things but still I'm not the one who clicks but you know the people want to you know watch this 
it's like uh, you're, you're delivering them arnab goswami kind of content so take it have, no, have fun no see see i i, I am very guilty of uh, uh, taking the bait during that toxic time of being like you know oh yeah this is a fight uh, this is yeah. a toxic industry everyone's being subjugated it's horrible and this and that i w- i completely took the bait of what was being sold to me on news channels so you know the point is there is no retrospective thinking in this space to be like oh i may have messed up yeah so i feel like you know a lot of the videos at that point of time which i saw which were like criminalizing uh, some of the uh, industry folk for the stupidest of reasons was like yeah that is something that irks me all right uh moving on okay 1 million coming uh any any plans <laughs> what plans are Finally. if i can do a dance routine with shahid for 1 million then that will be good <laughs> but the pandemic won't let that happen um something special hopefully man like i always want to give back so um you know i feel like artists uh, are having a tough time during this uh, you know especially it's lockdown and open lockdown and open and i feel like they haven't got the real freedom to put themselves out there and do something so i'm trying to organize something where i can create a competition where they can express themselves and there can be a, a you know something yeah. that they can um, create and then it can be a fun competition yeah. uh, but um, my sole intention will be to give back because they have been so helpful in the journey and um, do something fun on the side as well yeah. i mean i wouldn't just want to like dance and be like thanks you know i would just want to give back also yeah. Uh, so you talked about uh, you know the one year uh, thing you asked with your parents and the race against time and all of that and do, do you think do you think you have reached that I made it point is that happened yet? Oh uh, no no not at all. Um, I think uh, I am thankfully on the path. So um, maybe you know twenty um, eighteen. Um, I think two years two and a half years into it, I was making. Uh, very less in terms of what should be respectable at least for my notion of what society has in of kitta kamana chahiye is yeah age mein. but um, i think i'm definitely on the path there are a lot of um, uh, future plans of like how to develop this idea and how to create it as a full functioning business with a, um, you know a team of uh, actual cinema enthusiasts rather than what i usually see all around yeah. uh, and uh, you know i i can pat myself on the back that you know uh, i've been relentless on the journey so uh thankfully it's uh, i've reaped the benefits as well yeah. so i think it's good that uh, there's a good uh, long run ahead in terms of where i can see a vision so i'm just looking forward to the future because there are various other things to do sort yeah. of like set up and establish so uh so on the journey of course you know there have been ups and downs and uh, i think what i are you keep going i think that's what i love the most uh you know that jabby video uh whatever it was i think i, I remember i put left a comment on your video talking about did you make and, a video on it so i was actually uh write, writing a piece on why reaction channels like it's unnecessary thing and then you posted that video i'm like oh it's the right time <laughs> to do this so I, that night i just went i just keep writing and i made that video and uh, i think i left a comment on your video and think you you watched uh, liked it also that i love that you didn't remove the video i think that was a big big thing not yeah, to get you know, that video yeah you know 
ஒன்னுட்ட <laughs> I think that 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 what for me was that video the aftermath of see, it see i think uh, no no you can see one of the main reasons why you're seeing a case like um salman filing a case against krk for defamation is not because of his review yeah it's because of the slander that is involved in those videos so when I, when it leads to a character assassination of what is your intentions and uh, you know what your organizations are set up for and you set up sort of like this uh, false notion that you have more information than others about how their organizations work yeah then it becomes a slippery slope i think where i i think i was never going to remove the video uh, i think what happened was that i just took a back seat the moment it had become you know when we're talking about a film or we're talking about say we talk about an instance with each other and yeah. you know we start arguing with each other and we're talking about salman yeah not salman screw that we're talking about any good any uh, underrated actor we're talking about manoj bajpayee okay yeah. and i'm like family man super overrated dude i mean the way they portray pakistanis is so cartoonish i mean har yeah. pakistani cartoon thodna hota hai Uh, and you're like what are you talking about you have no fucking idea bro this is the way it is isi has no idea what roy is doing yeah and i'm like bro whatever whatever we start arguing about these things and at one point of time you're like bro but his performances have saved me when i was in a deep dark place and this and that so when the debate shifts from what we're talking about to what it impacted you personally then i can be like oh shit Yeah it's just so what i'm saying is that you know at one point of time i have to take a step back and be like whoa dude that took a left turn that i didn't want yeah at least when we're talking about the content we can talk about it and argue for and against you india has done for you then i'm like whoa then i can't you know because then it's a sensitive matter then i uh, then i'm going into territory that i never wanted in the first place see i'll give it to um uh osr which was that you know i didn't um, it was uh, bad uh, it was bad on my part to put them in the same category and say that they do the same thing even though i had seen some of their videos and i still felt that there is a, a weird cushion that they keep in providing their truthful opinion they still i feel like uh, milked uh, the demise of you know our celebrities and i didn't find that um in any way and oh i felt that and you know when i'm kind of yeah. losing you am i am i is it my from my side or yeah your thoda idhar udhar sometimes glitch hota hai phir wapas aa jate ho it's my wait i'll just so i was saying that you know uh, i will still not take back my opinion of how they uh, milked uh, sort of rishi kapoor and irfan khan's passing which i felt was odd or you know their case of reacting to drone footage of india in lockdown or all of that and i think you know these kind of things are sensitive matters which are like acted for entertainment purposes which i didn't agree with but you know uh 
i agree with osr that i shouldn't have labeled them as you know a part of the uh, the problem that exists but uh, with jabi i just wanted to talk about what the matter was that come on yaar if you're you know praising race 3 or bagi 3 you know there is a reality that most indians feel and yeah. you know you don't have to protect your true thoughts all the time thinking of the backlash that will happen but when it turned into it not being about the topic anymore and how you know india has saved him and you know he stumbled upon us and it's only by chance then i thought oh my god this has become too sensitive right now where if i go for it and you know do anything um it would just be not good on my part i would feel bad about it yeah so and you know he is a very sweet guy and i think they have a really good chemistry with each other achara and jabi and i think one of the main reasons for their success is because their um chemistry is so good in front of camera now the thing is the byproduct is bollywood and you know india because we have such a large population that we uh, watch their content but um, I still stick by a lot of the things that I said in that video, and you know, a lot of the things that I said were already said by Slaypoint and Shwetaab. Yeah. But it's just because I uh, put Jabby in the thumbnail, everyone felt like, oh God, yeah. this is drama unfolding. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, you know, honestly, I I got inspired from Jabby, and then that's why I started the channel. And see, I think there's one thing that uh, people think that they need to be loyal to something. to a brand to a you know like when jio came out so people are loyal to jio because of jio every price is dropped down i'm like i don't care because of jio atel decreases the price and atel service is good don't be loyal to companies you know see that's what i'm saying people are nuanced people are layered so yeah. you know the concept of having ride or dies is rather dumb because your aspirational person can still have you know fuck ups in the journey yeah so for you to support them in the fuck ups is one thing and on the other side is rather tell them that dude you messed up this side this time you know but do yeah. better or you know whatever yeah. learn from your criticism. mistakes yeah that's yeah. what it is yeah yeah and i think you know people think criticism you know what irritated me about the whole thing was my criticism was then turned into you're just jealous because he has numbers the problem is when you're not focusing on the criticism but you're just looking at the analytics now then there is no argument yeah at least talk about what the argument is yeah. you know but the problem is the moment when it becomes about one creator talking about another creator it becomes a comparative analysis of how they are and how their channels are doing rather than what's being talked about yeah i think that that, that sums it up i don't think we have to add anything to it no yes, and you know i i honestly uh, wish nothing but love to uh, yeah, definitely, the, definitely. him and his team and you know i i did not come with any form of malice at all and i you know uh, what i he he removed the videos later because i feel like they were anyway attracting toxic but you know there was a picture created of how you know there, there was an unanswered email and then you know because of revenge as if like oh. i was some bollywood villain or something yeah. you know for for 3 years i was like waiting for my opportunity like piccolo and dragon ball z i'm just like waiting but yes you know it, it was simple you know i had noticed yeah. a trend it was very close to irfan and rishi kapoor's passing and that was my trigger to make the video more than anything else yeah Yeah. Uh, do do people come to you like uh, give me some YouTube advice, some tips? <laughs> Here and there, but uh, I don't take it uh, much uh, very seriously because I'm a very very small fish in a big sea. 
so um, i mean if they want to talk about how to do film content which is digestible for youtube then i can give some tippani but otherwise nothing i was like kya bhai mazak mat kar yaar yeah i think uh, as a as a content creator i think one thing that i uh, struggle a lot with is balancing stuff youtube creating videos editing family time uh, health you know i, I i'm like such a bad shape i always have been so <laughs> that's a <laughs> so like i want to ask you like how how is is it a problem or have you found out a solution are you doing this full time yes so yeah it is going to consume your life hmm. i don't uh, so i'll tell you honestly um it sort of um, did hamper my relationship uh, the moment it became full time so um when work becomes a priority uh, it sort of does hamper a situation where initially it was sort of a level playing field um so that is still something that i'm figuring out sort of personal relationships and how to balance it while doing full time youtube yeah you know i i i i've been with people but uh, the longevity of it has been really uh, hampered because of the demand of this job and uh, the time it requires on a weekly basis so that has always been a struggle so because that has been a struggle i go through sort of ebbs and flows of like Six months. I'm not gonna care about getting. Oh shit! Hey, I'm really sorry for that. Light yeah, chaligi. Yeah. Ha, are it's been a. It just goes for a second and comes back. I don't know why. I'm really sorry for that. <laughs> no, no, don't. So we were talking about balance in life. Yeah. So uh, to put into perspective that um, you know I'm still figuring out how to um, have a balance with relationships and how to prioritize. um them with the job that i do but uh, because that is a constant struggle and something that i'll evolve with um i've realized that it's important right now to focus on myself and then what yeah. becomes my priority is work health and then family uh not in that order family health work but uh, you know space out my time for them uh, accordingly and then figure out how if you stumble upon someone really special and then you know yeah how that falls into your um, list of priorities then it takes shape accordingly also you know our work you know talking about a movie a movies out you have to talk about it it's very you know time sensitive debate you know if you delay it, the views will differ you know and it's very important there to you know have that uh, the right timing is very important so uh, i want to ask you you know are there some down times uh, you don't know what should be the next video uh, there's that creative block I mean yeah man first lockdown I was uh, in Bombay and I was thinking fuck what am I going to do with life now because I thought movies are going to shut theaters are going to shut everything's going to be bad yeah. um but then uh, I think I've been pretty okay with improvising with content even if they're not trending so yeah. you know if there is something that really <laughs> fascinates me as a topic even if it's um, something marginally related to cinema which is going to be you know what uh, what stories can be converted into great movies or like you know um sort of like cinematic great shots in films or even um stories you know uh, that come from uh people who never really made it but had great cinema in the 70s or 80s yeah. so i think there is always something to talk about the only problem is that a lot of people don't know how to market it 
and i think a lot of people have to learn the game to make videos marketable for a larger audience rather than complaining about the algorithm and why people are not interested in great cinema yeah so i think uh, you know uh, malayalam cinema is a great example of where their trailers are not uh, really investing in a, a lot of money into advertising on every single youtube video but they still bang views in terms of being on ott platforms market yourself in a way where even if it's a very niche topic you can create um, sort of traffic for that i mean i was talking about a satyajit satyajit ray um uh, criminal uh, sorry a crime detective series yeah. which is uh, um oh my god what is the name fal 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 one sec yeah. uh, my bengalis are going to kill me <laughs> faluda faluda crime detective series it's a 19 like it's a novel converted into several movies but you know uh, you would assume that the gen z and the millennials are going to not be interested in it yeah but how you package it maybe in a listicle maybe in a creative title of a video yeah. uh, an attractive thumbnail is something that i think every creator should learn and adapt with there is no point in creating something plain while your content is amazing the point to enter is important yeah you know yeah. what's the point of your content being amazing when there's so little people watching it yeah i think one of my uh, favorite videos has been you did on april fools day where oh my uh, god <laughs> you're like these scripts never made it <laughs> that's uh, all shark theman dude he's a brilliant creator on instagram i don't know why he doesn't upload more content but he is uh, that was his whole like thought baby i think by the end when you said star wars and sanjila bansali i think Okay, oh, something <laughs> is going on here. <laughs> I think everybody lost it when Daisy Spider-Man came. Everyone was like, "Yeah, you're like that." I believe that actually. <laughs> <laughs> As a gag, maybe in a video, movie, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, something. This is something I also, you know, feel that our work is so different. It people don't know what it is, you know, about how to deal with it and. you have to first make a video then edit it and you know then put it out with all the right thumbnails so much thing going on it requires time so does it get lonely because like maybe again i think something will go back as you said right fish out of water in school uh is is that uh something you feel still i was always a social kid i was uh, sort of like the social butterfly maybe um, in college i was um, so you're if you're a dancer the ratio is amazing you're probably one of three men in a 25 i mean <laughs> you know you get my point like 3 yes, out of 25 in a class is like men and then they're all women so i was really having a ball at that point of time and i was uh, interacting with so many people so for me it is an adjustable process to do a job where i'm supposed to be alone i am usually surrounded by people yeah i mean all my young life uh, till i was 24 i was surrounded by people i was in dance troupes i was constantly doing partner work with people i was basically surrounded by people so it has been a adjustable process for me where i am sort of still trying to figure out how my mental health is sort of like dealing with it and with that you know therapy has helped and you know uh, to basically understand or have clarity to what is the most ideal uh, situation for me in order to have a sense of balance that is why pre pandemic i was a 
constantly going for dance classes always like training myself here and yeah. there so you know i'm not used to this so i am trying to adjust it you know one of the main reasons why i hate working from home again this is first world problems as fuck but pre the pandemic um i was living in bombay i had spent a year and a half over there i would never work from home i would always be at a random cafe so even if i was in andheri west i would be in bandra i would be in sort of like santa cruz i would be andheri east andheri west random as uh, you know cafes just to be surrounded by people and yeah. bombay is a place where you're uh, more than um, likely to um, sort of like uh, catch a conversation with strangers and you know so yeah. i would actually look forward to be in an environment where i can meet someone new rather than you know i'm sorry but uh, if you're constantly constantly working on your uh, next upload with that it can get super lonely and a super dark place as well yeah so um i've just made the conscious decision to pre the pandemic at least to make sure that as situations where i'm compelled to interact with new people or be with a group of people but post the pandemic it has been tough therapy has helped uh, yeah. online therapy has helped and um, you know um a family around has been a great blessing yeah. and um, it's a blessing to have sort of like chill parents who talk to you who converse with you as equals so you know that has finished work and get out of the room and then you can see dad chilling and you know spark yeah. a conversation so yeah. that's a blessing so uh, how did bomb like what was bombay about because i think i was in mumbai when you shifted there And I was like, "Are some some yeah. day I'll I'll find him on the street." <laughs> I'll say hi, Jamie. Where were you? I was in Goregaon, East. Oh, okay. You yeah. were working there. Ah, uh, so I I did my education there, graduation in animation filmmaking from Film City. <laughs> oh. Inside Film City. Oh wow. Ah, uh, I was there then. I think uh, in twenty nineteen June, I we passed out. Uh, did three months uh, internship. Now, no, no, and that's continued YouTube and then lockdown, and I'm I'm here now. Uh, mm. So yeah, so what was I think you, I think you mentioned on Instagram you are taking talking to a, a director maybe with the script or something. Uh, there is a, a creative team uh, right now that is working on something. Uh, so right now because of lockdown, it is tough because all of our pitch meetings are happening on Zoom. So okay. there is something in development that I can't really speak about where where pitching to certain companies. Yeah, if it can get picked up, then great. if it doesn't uh, in the next 6 months then we'll self produce it wow. so there's something in the pipeline but that's been sort of my dream as well where on the side that i can have a creative streamlined process also where we can do something uh, yeah. other than you know youtube as well yeah yeah i think but the... bombay was fun dude bombay yeah. i love bombay i can't wait to go back as well but um, right now situations dicey all right all right uh, i have to ask you know what what gives you the high you know every day waking up what is the thing you want to do man like today and then you feel that oh yes so i'm i'm super boring dude i'm super boring <laughs> so my financial incentive is something that i you know at at one point of time you're good with uh, doing this level of performance and you know when it reaches here and here you're okay yeah that sort of like uh, capitalist satisfaction only can grow up to a particular point right yeah. so i'm okay being here or here also so the financial uh, the benefits reaped at the end of every month through youtube is something that doesn't give me a high yeah. uh, what gives me a high is um, being healthy 
one, which is um, both mentally and physically, which is spending time with uh, parents, um, especially it's put into perspective, this lockdown, this second wave and how it's sort of hit everyone really badly, uh, losing you know one's own family members and here and there. Uh, it's really put into perspective of how we take just time spent with each other for granted. And uh, it's made me be very thankful for having two living parents, you know, and um, a lot of people can't say that after this second wave. Yeah. So what gives me a high is that I can love, I can do what I love and then go back to loving parents. And uh, I think a lot of people should be grateful for their surroundings right now, because, you know, a lot of people have lost a lot right now. So I'm, I'm actually very happy right now that, you know, I may have uh, recovered. uh, I may have experienced loss, but thankfully, you know, I still have people around me. So the high will always be for more and more. And I know mere andar wo kida hai jo chalte rahega ki aur chahiye, aur chahiye, aur chahiye. Par wo aur chahiye has also been, you know, one of the main reasons, uh, one of the byproducts of how I've been brought up. That yeah. for me to be capable as a man, I have to do these 20 things. And that is something very tough to re-engineer your mind about. Ki nahi, yaar, I should change my thought process. No, it's in the mind, right? Yeah. So there are obviously goals. Goals that any random entrepreneur will tell you. But you know, I'm very happy right now that I have loving parents with me. Yeah. Uh, 790 videos in. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I think, deleted or privated a lot. So there must be over 800. But yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay, on counting all of them. So many videos in. Uh, what is the future? Like, as you said, you know, when you create uh, by side, you want to create something, be a creative person too. Uh, what is the future? Do you, do you see yourself in 40s doing this? Kind of- um, see, um, I wouldn't say particularly this, maybe in some shape or form, but I always want to be associated with films. Yeah. Um, so whether it be the capacity through an entity like Trident Refuse Productions, which is going to form into something in the next two or three years, or, you know, be it as an individual, but I always want to be involved with films. I knew, I didn't know that this was going to be my, um, sort of like step inside the door. I thought I would do the conventional process of becoming an AD and then, you know, doing the typical process. But um, I'm grateful that I at least own every single thing that I've done. Yeah. So there's a sense of pride that I have that I don't have to keep, I don't have to be thankful for someone for the journey or the thing that I've created. So I will always be involved with films. I will always be involved with Indian films. So in some way, shape or form, whether it be behind the scenes or in front of camera or something or the other, I will always be there. So while Trident Refuse Productions is growing and it sort of becomes its own entity, I will try to see how I can, you know, sort of like improvise my way also so that these guys notice us as not just digital partners or digital artists, but like creators who mean business. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have regrets in life? Regrets? Uh, no, no. Uh, thankfully, no. You know, I I can think about it maybe uh, maybe uh, two years from now, uh, two years back, and I would have had like several regrets. Maybe like I, I would have been like, "What the fuck am I doing?" 
but uh, i am actually grateful for sticking by it yaar you know i have had really dark days where i've been like and you know nona i've i've seen your videos especially your malayalam film videos and you know your eventually over a period of time people connect with the voice rather than um i keep on talking about marketing it marketing or whatever but the reason why people are tuning into your channel is because they connect with your voice and i've been where you are and i know the frustration that comes with it when you see what the space is and what it produce i know it's frustrating when you check the trending page and when when you see the numbers on just like mediocre content but i so so assure you it will be worth it because there's a special voice that people connect with you know there's a sincerity with which you do your work that's why a lot of people love you so i would just say that like, don't be discouraged by what you see and you know be good at what you're doing and try to improve yourself because i remember just the sleepless nights and like how i would beat myself about how, what a shitty fucking platform this is and you know i would blame several things and that would consume me so much where i wouldn't focus on what needs to be done next so i think you're on the right path and i and you're just a happy soul that way so i feel like going thank thank it'll be you. a good fun ride thanks thanks for that uh, i i have to you know credit you i think uh, i can remember you know that sushant video you made i was like no jammy why would you do that not you not you and then i watched it i'm like oh jammy you're right something is wrong and then you know things happened and then uh, that video d- uh, did with deshbhakt i think i think i think that was a video i sent you uh, some a long message on instagram and i i mean it you know i mean it i think some you said something in that you know about this frustration and i was like oh my god this is you know what i have been going through and knowing you know knowing someone that has gone through it and you know is there and i'm like yes you know i feel safe because i don't know you had someone you know to look up to that you you had the solo fight and at least i you know behind you i can you know in your shadow i can do that and you know reach there so uh, i think that that uh, video i think uh, what made me a fan i would say <laughs> No, no, no! You're you're unique, uh, Nona. That's the best part. There's a reason why when you go through this platform, scroll through everything, everything just seems like the version of the thing that you saw before, and you stand out as someone who's unique. So, ready that stands out in a where there are already too many versions of each other. So you're in a safe space. So don't worry about that. Thanks for that. And uh, is is I want to talk about death. is 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 something you fear um you know maybe it put it, it made me think about it a lot uh, in the last two months what i was consuming and what my family was going through but um fear of it even though i think it's been sort of um, you know i wouldn't deny it with the fact that i think my family has become more aware of taking care of themselves in a way where you know there are preventive measures that are taken in order to not reach a point of absolute you know emergency but i think sadly that is a situation that comes when we've already dealt with that dire situation it's like yeah. oh now that we almost were in the brink of death let's completely reengineer with the way we lived our entire lives um parents definitely have become more fearful because you know you have people in their same age bracket passing away 
but uh, I am um, aware of it, not fearful. Yeah, I think I think it's not. What about you? What is your perspective on it? <laughs> you know, it's it's not about you know what happens after death or like I don't I don't think it doesn't even matter. My I think my my fear is like going away, not you know making it. Uh, you know, like everything I've worked for and not even to get there and you know before that it's you know i i am someone you know who believes in legacy and sometimes i feel you know if i'm not there tomorrow like will anyone even care you know so i think that that's not something i i have a little bit of fear about it's it's not uh not something i think all every all day but uh definitely something you know i think that that's where the frustration comes from you know that the uncertainty of life uh you you never know and you know then I think again, as I said, you know, after that, who cares? But even after I, that, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I understand what you're saying for sure. You know, you wonder whether your you passing away will just be a WhatsApp forward. Yeah. So, uh, um, you're saying, but I've also come to the conclusion that it's also sad the way you know just how social media has become now with the passing of individuals who are noteworthy or popular. and there's a sense of competition even in that yeah of whose tweet will be the most viral which is considered to be an homage to the person who's passed even the comment section is a way of a competition of whose comment will get the most upvotes who's going to have the wittiest line who's going to troll the best so you know uh, it is a sense of sincerity that i cannot gauge anymore but who i who i consider uh, if they're there i i think i'll be fine i don't need a sense of like uh, approval ticket from like a fan base to say you know oh tu bahut acha kaam karta tha so you know but i but i've gone through the exact same thought process that you're talking about uh, you know leaving an impact in this world and being a memory and being written in history forever like romanticized to a level which um always becomes aspirational to a point where you don't know what is enough yeah this is what manoj bajpai was saying hum bombay aaye the actor banne star banne nahi aaye the star banne ke agar tum khwab rakhoge phir wo jo level of satisfaction hai wo you will keep on topping it you know nothing will be ever enough yeah but if you're bagging acting roles that's enough for an actor yeah but for a star you know the needs and wants just are infinite yeah ah okay coming back to your birthday <laughs> uh it's 4th jan right uh same here mm. so mm. Ne- yeah next time i'll i'll send you happy birthday and same to you mm. <laughs> oh 4th jan 90 your your which year 98 98 yeah there's another um um seek friend of mine pralad singh same batch toon school 4th jan 1994 nice all right mm. so i don't know if you if that happened to you but on your like on a birthday in school you get to uh, take uh, toffees and you know distribute around the school with all the teachers was it a thing and what you yeah pissed, i think uh, i think i did it since kg um you could you could dress up not yeah. wear the uniform and yeah. you know distribute whatever and take a friend with you <laughs> i i didn't really look forward to it i thought it was really cumbersome i think sometimes i would just uh, take chutti from school and call friends for the birthday party ah, and not okay. do the distribution process <laughs> at all yeah i think that that was something we uh, we all looked for because first of all you get to dress 
second of all you get to take your best friend with you who carries the chocolate and gives and i'm like just standing there thank you thank you and i think if you had an assembly uh, all the people who are there but they go on the stage and everyone oh. sings for them so the problem was for jan is just after the uh, winter, break winter break in delhi and if it's too cold <laughs> school is all called off so i was like i think it happened to me just two or three times that's it and then i came to goa it's did not hear the same thing but uh so i was like gosh <laughs> no the dude but actually the worst is that um, one of my cousins he's 31st december so he oh. would have new years and his birthday so like calling people who have plans for new years they would be like screw that bhai we have plans tere birthday ke liye aayenge so 4th yeah. jan was still okay like, like a nice buffer from like the new years period yeah. but yeah i understand that quite a bummer i, I had this friend they were twins uh sister and brother and they they birthday was on 1st jan oh shit so i like <laughs> everyone's hungover nahi yaar ab nahi aa payenge uh do you believe in god uh yes the idea of it yes uh nothing specifically uh, i am not um i do not believe in a particular entity but i believe in the idea of it yes yeah i think i used to crack this joke in college that i am an atheist <laughs> <laughs> and like they were like you know and they shouldn't get it i'm like dude because see uh, no <laughs> it doesn't work what's your what's your philosophy you know because uh, i i saw these uh, i think something really changed in me uh, when you know i didn't care about small things and i think i remember watching tanmay bhat's uh, videos regarding you know how the brain neurology series and you know when i l- study about that how everything i'm doing is dictated by something inside you know i'm not doing anything so why should i even care about small things let's just live <laughs> yeah no but then you know in a way then i go back to jordan peterson you know then yeah. the, the two ends of the spectrum then become either you become a nihilist where you're like fuck everything screw everything you know what's the point of life anyway or you become the man that people you become the responsible individual when shit hits the fan in your family and everybody looks towards you yeah do you want to be that guy who's like oh dude what are you talking about i don't even care or you want to be the guy who can you know keep the ship afloat Yeah. I would rather be the other guy, and you know, people can choose either, and there is no wrong in it. Yeah. It is a, a choice of life, but I would rather be in control of, um, you know, some form of reins in my life, even if it is a conditioning of the way the education system is, the way my parents have brought me up, an amalgamation of everything. But you know, in this thought process of understanding, or the you know the intellectual conversation of what is life, what is the purpose, what is the point? Yeah, I think at one point of time there is some semblance which is required. You know, my mom would when I would start giving her gyan say, "Har chiz movie nahi hoti." <laughs> so you know, my mother also has this, um, which is also an ignorant way of uh, a parent saying, "Deal with it." Yeah. What are you talking about? You know, stop talking about all of this BS. But um, I still am uh, m- maybe again, as I said, uh, a product of my own conditioning would uh, like a sense of control where people eventually could see me as a person who can uh, take care of things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, this this was supposed to be my first question, but I think throughout we have talked about it. You know, mm-hmm. what COVID has maybe taught you. uh what are the lessons you have learned 
Well, I think again, as I said, what gives me a high right now is to have, um, you know, healthy parents next to me. And uh, what has uh, provided me a perspective now is that when I was in Bombay for a year and a half, two years, I couldn't care less of what my mom and dad did in the last 24 hours. And, you know, at certain points of time, we would go three days without talking to each other. We wouldn't even check up on each other because it was assumed everything's fine. But, you know, the importance of checking up with your friends that you love, your family that you love. And, you know, it just, you only wait for it, for shit to hit the fan to be like, oh shit, I should take this seriously. That um, it's just made me more appreciative of the family that I have and the bond that I share with them. And I really want to set myself up in such a way where I know uh, things will be sorted because I'm there. So I think it's important I know it sounds like super cheesy Bollywood, ki, you know, beta sambalega and all of that. But it has it. Yeah, this at least this wave has brought into perspective that uh, I'm so grateful for the way that my parents have brought me up. And you know, as and the least children can do right now is to take good care of them and you know give them a tight hug and give them a lot of love. Yeah, I think I think yeah. uh, you know it's it's been it's a miracle that uh, none of us have got COVID. Because there have been situations, I'm like, how, how <laughs> is it? You know, sometimes you, you question, is there COVID or not? Because that some things happen that I'm like, how did it get it? But oh, I'm so, so grateful that it didn't happen. And I think one thing that COVID has taught me, you know, it's like, I, I was someone, you know, I always waited for opportunities to come my way instead of grabbing them. And I think uh, this, this we talking to each other, it's the result of that. I, 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 you know, the moment I sent you that, I'm like, I I'm sent sorry you, I'm like, it took too long, but you know, we no, got no, it's, here. It's, see, I, I don't think I ever asked for a collab because no, I, but I, I was like, let's just get it done, dude. What the fuck? We've been talking no. so back and forth, so sporadically. I was like, we need to sit and have a proper conversations. We can't have these every two weeks. May ek comment pe baat ki aur ho gaya kam. <laughs> when I sent you that, you know, I, that's my problem, right? I thought you would like my content. You'd be like, hey, let's catch up. And I'm like, why would he? And when I sent you that, I'm like, shit, I should have sent him that. And I, I and I wrote uh, unpopular opinion. Ranveer Singh is not a great actor. I thought you'll uh, you'll miss it somewhere, but you didn't. And I'm grateful for that. You know, again, I think I think this has you know the confidence that. When the video, I think it, I've seen desperate moments. I've done desperate things. When you came on Twitter, I was tagging you everywhere. You know, look at my videos, look at my videos. Oh, okay. My, yes. I, oh, thank God. Why did I say this? No. No, <laughs> so no. I, I, I know, no, no. I, I always see you when you're on the timeline or whether I've been tagged in something, but I didn't know Twitter. Twitter is something that I sometimes, you know, I don't go through my mentions because most of it is toxic. Yeah. Most of it is like, Saleh Dekh. So I don't check mentions only on Twitter. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's, I just, uh, you know, want, you know, it, what happens is I know you are, you're getting so many DMs, you're getting so much stuff. It's even I started getting, I, I miss someone and I'm like, oh shit, he would be thinking I'm so rude. And you know, that's what happens because it's so diff- sometimes difficult, you know, I'm, I know it's very difficult to, you know, reach out every time you have your own life to live. And you're thinking, oh, Jamie would be thinking this. And he's like, why is this guy irritating me? And, you know, all these no, thoughts bro, come in See, mind. also, Nona, because I think I saw two, three of your videos. I already had uh, an idea of how your personality or aura would be. So I never came across as overbearing or in any way negative. 
so i would want you to keep that false notion completely aside because i had nothing but like good things to say about you yeah i, th- I think my next question would be that because this overthinking uh that's why i'm so single so i want relationship advice <laughs> <laughs> dude i am so bad right now uh what do i say dude what do you what do you want to know i don't know i'm like <laughs> it's the same See, thing it's a you know uh do you know uh, anurag kashyap's daughter is on youtube Mm-hmm. She's making videos, so I think one of her videos, she was like, you know, I'll send all my ex crushes a mail and a Q and A to ask, you know, did you like me too or did you know about it? And I'm like, should I do that? And then I'm like, no, <laughs> bad idea. No, I mean, um, are you asking for advice in terms of how to deal with it right now or like? Uh... Yes, I I think that's because at the moment, I, you know, I want so busy with this, it's so hard to even give time to family, and they are always pissed off. like always you're doing work what is the point of doing youtube we cannot get time and you know all of that so i'm like do i have time you know to give some to someone okay else? what i will say is never keep doors closed never keep doors closed because of what your situation is thinking that it is not the right time there is never a right time for it so i'll tell you that um, you know i've been in a long term relationship in my 20s while i was doing youtube full time that didn't work and then i had like several you know uh, dates that i went on with uh, uh, people and you know it doesn't eventually lead to something uh, uh, permanent but you know there was never a time where i i remember the most alone that i felt was at a time where i had myself decided that i am not going to meet anyone i'm only going to focus on work whereas if it if i let things naturally happen to me and for the social settings and like people coming towards you or you communicating with someone naturally happen even though you're stacked with your time schedule and you know you can't prioritize her right now these are all decisions that you're taking yourself without taking into consideration that they might be understanding of your predicament so i feel like never keep your doors closed always keep the possibility of meeting someone magical even during these weird times you know the modern relationships are online and sadly they start from online and then transition to become you know uh, real life situations also so i remember after the first uh, wave had ended i met someone amazing after the first uh, uh, corona wave you know last year end of last year and if i had set in my mind that there is no way i can meet someone during this time you know the situation itself is so bad then you know i would have completely regretted not having those one or two months with them yeah so i would just say that you know when it comes to dating apps when it comes to instagram when it comes to you even talking to someone i think don't keep your doors closed with the preconceived notion that they won't understand how busy i am yeah uh, always keep the door open because you're curious yeah you're always curious and uh, you shouldn't shy away from you know expressing yourself on whether you're interested in someone or not yeah and i feel like uh, it uh, it is a problem that can unravel later rather than you already concluding why it won't work out yeah yeah so actually this was my friend's question so i'll, I'll let him mm, yeah yeah sure, sure. <laughs> okay. uh, last thing whenever things get better you come to goa you have to come home for a meal. yes dude i was there uh, four months th- four months ago three months ago i was there and i messaged you <laughs> Oh, you did. Oh God, I'm sorry. I didn't catch. Now, now that you're there, now, now that we've set this friendship up, I'll definitely hit you up. And uh, yeah, we'll chill, man. 
definitely uh yeah. I'll, I'll 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 not have a beer because i don't drink no of course of course of course <laughs> see that's you know oh you are a sikh and uh, you're a sardar and you are from goa and you don't drink you know i have to no. face that <laughs> there there are i think three of my sikh friends very close friends of mine they don't drink as well no i think i think he's vegetarian also <laughs> <laughs> okay not that ஒருத்தோட்டி Thanks a See lot. See you bro. See you. So guys, there's a podcast. Do let me know in the comments who else you want me to talk to. This is really something I wanted to do for a long time. Definitely would like to do more movie focused podcast. So do let me know your thoughts, like, share, subscribe as always and I'll see you next time. Bye bye.